Welcome to Success Story, the most useful podcast in the world. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. Today, I'm sitting down with JJ. Jay is the founder and CEO of Ace of Spades Agency. He helps businesses and personal brands become credible experts in their industry. He gets them PR, so Forbes, HuffPost, Business Insider. He gets them placed in very notable publications. He himself is no stranger to PR. He has over a million Instagram followers. He has over 60 million YouTube views. He has an incredible amount of experience in building a name, building a brand. He did it for himself. Now he's doing it for others. Uh, I, we spoke about we spoke about content. We spoke about how to create content that resonates. We spoke about figuring out who you're speaking to on social. We spoke about uh, how to build your own brand, how to tell your own story, how to find your creative angle. We spoke about how to get stories about you published in these in these articles in these uh, in these mediums in these outlets what do they care about how are they going to interpret your story in a way that's going to get you published so that you can get the exposure you need and then also how do you distribute how do you build relationships with journalists how do you even know when it's right to start a PR campaign we went into all this stuff and he broke it down he's a he's an expert at this it was a really eye-opening conversation on modern PR and how a lot of PR, traditional PR is broken and how JJ does it and how he works with clients. He's truly disrupting the PR industry and hopefully you'll get some value out of it. Okay, without further ado, let's jump right over. This is JJ from Ace of Spades Agency. You had to sweat, man, because, yeah. you know, yeah. you had to be cool People drop one. off. Yeah, yeah, because people drop off after. Dude, it's the same thing. Dude, people go, how did you build 57 million views? I'm like three videos a week, eight years straight. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, great. Welcome to Success Story. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary, and today my guest is JJ, the CEO and founder of Ace of Spades. He's helped businesses and personal brands become known as credible experts in their industry. He's gotten them press in Forbes, HuffPost, Business Insider, and tons of extremely notable publications. He has a whopping 15 years of experience in marketing, brand building, social media. He's also a renowned speaker, and he's spoken in over 30 countries. Starting a YouTube channel, starting off as a magician, he grew his channel to over 57 million views with an additional 1 million followers on Instagram and Facebook. He's taken what he's learned through building his own brand, he started Ace of Space. He worked with high-level CEOs, entrepreneurs, companies to help them achieve massive success and notoriety through social media and PR. JJ, thank you so much for taking a second, sitting down. Walk me through your origin story. Yeah, man. Well, I'm standing up today. It's not sitting because I, I stand up for success, as I call it. <laughs> Scott's like, I got to stand up. I say, dude, I'm a speaker, man. I got to stand up and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm on today. So listen, man, you know, and I appreciate you having me, appreciate you you giving me a chance to share a couple of things today, Scott, with your people. And and before we even get into it, Scott, one thing I'm always big on, like, uh, it's, not, it's not about you today, it's not about me, it's about just your guests. And like, if I can just share some moves that have helped me and helped some of my clients, like get to the next level with their personal brand, and they can implement it, then that's success to me. That's a win for me today. So I just want to. Like, I think it's a win for everybody. Sit the but, intention. So right. and and the reason why the reason why I love your story is because it's so unorthodox. So a lot of agency owners they come from this is a this is a gross generalization, but let's you know I've I've worked enough agency owners. They come from a career working in PR and marketing. They start their own agency. Um, you go to your YouTube channel, you are uh, doing street magic and you're teaching street magic. So that's obviously not a, a common, a common uh, you know, initial out of university job that people go into that eventually dovetails into PR firm. So what's, what's your origin story? How did you come to where you're at today? Yeah, man, look, two, 16 years ago, I wanted to do two things, right? Stand on stage and tell the world who I was, what I do and how I do it. I started doing that as a magician. That's right, a magician. So like card tricks, stealing people's watches, reading people's minds, you know, and that took me to the ability to travel to all these countries and share my story, right? Now today, 34 countries in, 57 million views later, you know, my job now and what I do is, but people, people is everything for me. How have I been able to connect with people? And throughout that time, the one thing that I really understood was it wasn't the best magician. It wasn't the guy with the coolest tricks or the coolest hairstyle or your Australian accent, it was the guy who actually was leveraging the media and having the most attention, who was the one that got chosen and constantly got chosen 
for gigs and shows. And throughout that time, I transitioned from magician to online YouTube to speaking, TV host, and then now today running a PR agency. But throughout that time, that message in my mind of like, how am I promoting myself today? How am I getting in the media today? How many people are seeing me and talking about me was like constantly just like on top of my mind. So you, you even though you're building a following, you still saw more leverage from traditional media than just building out an incredible social media following in terms of booking work, doing whatever it is you wanted to do. And that's what prompted you down this rabbit hole of understanding PR, understanding how to leverage it, understanding how to do it properly, but also from a human perspective and from a personal a brand perspective. perspective. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. if people aren't buying the product, they're buying you, right? And and you know, like they, they want they want to get to know the man the, the the man behind the brand. One of Jeff Bezos's highest search terms is like, what does he eat in a day? Why do I care? <laughs> right? But because people want to know what the richest man in the world eats. Like why that's such a funny thing. Shouldn't we care about like what the latest Amazon stock is? No. Right? Mm -hmm. We want to know what the richest man in the world or what who says that he's the richest man in the world. Like, what is he doing every day? What's his day-to-day? -day? What is he reading? What is he doing? Because we want to understand that because we can relate to people. We can't relate to a water bottle, you know? Right. So yeah. throughout the journey of, of always being in front of people, Scott, it's always like, okay, like how am I connecting with more people? How are more people getting to know me, right? And how do I do that through the best way possible? Me, right? My personal brand, telling my story. Right? and leveraging that on these bigger media outlets. But you also, uh, I'm assuming when you built out your brand, as a magician, you are extremely aware of people and how they react right. and how to communicate in certain ways. Because that is literally, I was even watching some of your videos and half of what a magician has to focus on is managing the crowd, right? And that's what PR is at a macro level. Um, right. And yeah, I just well, thought it was also, a very interesting point. So, yeah, yeah, so even even the so let's even talk about like the entrepreneurial step. So you understand there's a you know there's a need for proper PR. You feel like you have a you you've built out a strong following. You understand that even though you don't come up from a traditional marketing background per se, you're able to do this effectively. How do you translate that into? ace of spades in your agency what's the first step of you building that business out look like well first step was leveraging what i had was result right and showcase of like that i've done it and i think scott as you know this all of this and people who are listening i'm, I'm using my hand as like all talk a, but a little no puppet. action yeah like a little puppet <laughs> yeah yeah man i'm this i'm this i'm this like we need to see it you know i did a story on my instagram today about the reason i show up every day on my stories is not because of my ego or my face it's because i want people to see like that I'm always here, that I know they know what I'm doing, that that I'm active, that I'm on top of it, right? And if you're the industry that I'm in, which is my face selling you promotion, telling the world, right? I want to be a a a I want to be able to not just be talking, just be showing you what I'm doing and what's working right now, you know? So one thing I did when I started was like I need to be able to leverage what I've learned for the last 15 years working with the biggest PR agencies myself working with a billion dollar company like MTV, working as a magician in working at global, like global, because I don't think of myself as American, I think of, or Australian, right, it's my accent, I think like the world, right? What do people connect with? What's working on a global level? And then I'm like, how do I leverage that and then incorporate that into the people that I wanna work with today? And the crazy thing is that we all need a personal brand today. Like every, I remember two years ago when people were like, ah, I don't need social media. Remember you have those conversations? Ah, it's not for me. Yeah. Ah, and now it's like, yeah. I need it. <laughs> I need to do something. Well, people are annoyed, you know? But you, 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 so you were, you're ahead of the curve, right? Like you were already, you're, you're ahead of the curve. Like you were right. building out YouTube when not everybody had a, well, not, still not everybody has a YouTube account right. and, and is focusing on creating content all the time. But still you were early on. I was 2009, yeah, I was 2009, yeah, yeah. When the, I, and the reason I did it is a mentor came to me and says, would you ever think about using magic to leverage your brand to get more gigs? I'm like, of course, I, I, that's what every magician wants, to be booked in Vegas. 
Then I actually leveraged that and actually created a huge following in a tribe. And I didn't understand about digital marketing or copywriting or SEO or landing pages at the time. And then I started to teach people something, teaching them a magic trick, showing them a result, and then building that following. But leveraging that in and to travel around the world and speak to corporations and you know just just do whatever I want really. And and I think it's important to note that um, when you introduce yourself as as Ace of Spades and it's a PR agency, well, people are like, well, there's you know there's a lot of PR agencies. Well, yes, but. Not a lot of PR agencies have 57 million views on yeah. YouTube. Not a lot of PR agencies are verified on Instagram with a million followers. So there is a there's a, a, a notable difference in the way that you present yourself, which I'm assuming that's how all great entrepreneurs who want to monetize their knowledge do. They they pass on what they've done for themselves onto businesses. So right. what's a traditional PR agency? Why is it not hitting the mark? Why are you different? Listen, I'm, I'm, some people are going to be like, listen, going like, dude, uh, probably someone's listening to this going, I'm going to get out of my PR agency after this phone call, after listening to you right now. Listen, here's the problem with That's PR what I want. I want, yeah, I yeah. want to shake shit up because Good. Let's, about let's shake some stuff companies, up. Yeah. 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 Let's, the, I was going to say, the, companies don't know how to market. They don't know how to run PR. The companies right. don't have a million followers on Instagram, but they have budgets 10x yours. So what's going on? Like, that's, right. that's what I want to figure out. Well, well, and I appreciate you mentioned what you said before about like I came to the market with what at least I can show everything in one go. Like you, I can't lie about 10 years of videos, right? You just yeah. can't. Like it's, yeah. you can see my, unless I had some kind of face changing app, you can see that. That's only now. Videos. That's only yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you can see that I've been in the game. I put the runs on the board, right? And there's nothing even yeah. better for me when someone says to me, you know what? I was on the fence of working with you. Then I did a Google search of you one night. And it completely changed because I saw, I'm like, that really means a lot. That means that people are Googling you and wanting to know if they can trust you, right? Because that's one of the biggest things that we could talk about that later. But the, the, to your question, here's the problem with PR agencies. This is sort of like the taxi to the Uber model kind of thing. Like this is what's been happening forever. And I'm going to come in as the Uber strap, the, the new thing. PR agencies, you're paying to hope. You pay money and they pitch you and there's no guarantee. Most of them, we're gonna pitch you and you know what, we'll get some impressions. But man, that's like me and you going, you know what, I'm gonna take us to Disneyland. It's gonna be, be $10,000. Are we going? Are we going? Not sure, maybe. Maybe, why am I paying for maybes? I wanna to pay to know that we're gonna get there on the ride. And I feel like PR agencies, the model that's been, it's like we're just gonna pitch you and hopefully one bites. The one thing that I wanted to do differently was tap into all my contacts from when I was w working with them or when I had them part of my team on bigger levels when I was a TV presenter, right? I was like, how do I guarantee this? Because that's a strong word and we want guarantees now. People, aren't, people are tired of like maybes. So I came in with two strategies. One result that I've done it for myself and, and, my, and just so everyone's listening, I focus more so on personal brands. Companies, I do help, but I like personal brands. Reason why is because personal brands, it's them. It's their story. You're speaking to their heart and their soul. Corporations, you gotta go through the ladder of decision makers. We can't say this, mm -hmm. this will be bad. Scott, I can say to you, hey man, shoot this video, you know, and you're like, cool, let's shoot it. Great, yeah. there's no, I don't have to go through a committee. Maybe a committee of your fears, but that's a different kind of committee, right? So I, yeah, I, came yeah, exactly. in, I, wanted, I wanted to come to people and say, listen, what you've been doing for the last so long, guess what? I'm going to strap all of that, and now I can guarantee placement for you. And they're like, well, how is that possible? I paid a PR agency 50 grand, and they have it. Well, guess what? There's a new guy coming in game. There's a new wave, mm -hmm. and I'm going to guarantee placement because of the relationships. So now what we can do is we can focus on the best thing. It's messaging and articulating you. We can really pinpoint you. Then we can go to the big boys like Forbes, Good Morning America, you know, any big podcast and say, look, we've got something powerful, then, then you will slip in perfectly. And, and I feel like most PR agencies, not all, but most PR agencies are like holding on to this last hope that people still don't know there's another way. It's sort of like the same thing yeah. with the taxi model. Remember when taxi Uber came in and taxis are like, yeah. we will never lose, we're too big, and then 
And I, and I feel like the way I'm doing it is I'm coming in with more guarantee and I hit different angles, Scott. I hit, not everybody's meant to get in Forbes, man. Maybe you have to go more of a podcast angle. Maybe you're better just to articulate your social media messaging and you'll hit, you'll hit the goal there. So isn't just one way and, and it's also we guarantee it. And also you mentioned one thing that I thought was interesting. So I've worked with PR agencies I have worked with companies that have worked with PR agencies, and it's the process that you just described, which has always been my biggest issue with PR. It's like you're gonna you're gonna pay a retainer, and if we get a placement, we do, but you know don't expect anything for six months, and by then you're like thirty to fifty k in the hole already, and you know, and that's very and and these are the PR agencies that are working with some of the largest exactly people in the world. I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Gusto. Gusto is the easy online payroll and benefit solution set up for small businesses. So really, Gusto is payroll, benefits, onboarding, HR, all in one place. And it helps you accomplish all of that. But keep in mind, it is built for the business owner. It is a people-first platform. It is the most user-friendly tool that I've ever used. And this is really just to remove all the busy work, all the admin work away from running a business. So let me just list out what it takes care of because it really is an all-in-one. So it does payroll, W-2s, 1099s, health benefits, 401ks, uh, offer letters, onboarding checklists, software setup. They transition your entire business from whatever you're previously using to Gusto free of charge. They also have on-demand access to HR experts in the platform. You can get unlimited payrolls for a monthly price, automatically file all of your taxes, state and federal. When customers migrate to Gusto, they don't leave. 94% of their customers say that Gusto has dramatically streamlined all of their payroll headaches compared to whatever software they're using before. And three out of their four customers say that they can run their entire company's payroll in under 10 minutes, which is absolutely insane. And a huge, huge, huge savior for anybody that is trying to run a business themselves that doesn't have all the help in-house just yet. Or perhaps they do have the help and they're just not efficient or they're not quick and you want to perhaps scale that person, that's what Gusto can do for you. And they're also offering a great discount for everybody who is a Success Story podcast listener. They're giving you three months free of the tool. So if you go to gusto.com slash Scott, you get three months free of payroll solutions. There's no limitations on your account. So go to gusto.com slash Scott, sign up, and you will remove all of the headache when it comes to running your business. And you can now work on your business as opposed to in your business. Gusto.com slash Scott. I promise you this will get rid of all, all the pain points, all the headache. This will be the best business decision you've ever made. All right, let's get back to the show. And, and um, can I can I can I spit some can I reveal something you, with you right do now? It. I'm not going to say names. It. Guess who they sometimes call on the five month in me? They're like Jay. We need a win. What do you got for me? And I'm telling you this straight because they know the industry's like they know that there's someone's going to get in a different way. And sometimes I'm a bit of a lifesaver for some of these marketing and PR agencies when they know they need a guaranteed win because what's currently doing just isn't there and they know that they either can't buy that new ferrari if that retainer doesn't come through <laughs> so you know joke, jokes aside but that's the truth man yeah i know it i i've seen it before and there's no guarantee and it just seems like a lazy it's just you know I, I i'm just thinking it. through all the companies that i've seen pitch and the right. and the and the fact that they have no social presence and they have no pr themselves and they have no website yet they're saying that they're going to figure all this stuff out for you which is it's an interesting concept doesn't really work in a lot of businesses but for some reason seems to be an, an industry that has sort of escaped uh any sort yeah, of rational you know, thought and but. May, maybe for the new entrepreneurs maybe for the new wave of of the way and i'm not a i'm not a customer psychology like buy i don't understand how the customer psychology mm -hmm. buys but for me i want to see result and i don't, i want more of a hope payment schedule mm -hmm. i want like i'm doing this i want this right and i want it and i want to feel like i'm working with the right person and i think you, yeah. you and i know now scott it isn't just one agency anymore it isn't just one restaurant you can choose from it isn't just one place you can work from i've got choice now let me let me hold my money 
let me let me see before I jump in to the deep end. Yeah, exactly. And people and the thing is another thing is that people will pay people will pay a lot if they if you can deliver excellence. If you can deliver the best possible product, people will pay. But now they have that option. And you mentioned something else. You're selective about who you work with. Right. And and I want to dive into why you work with personal brands because that's a whole other con- concept right. that people really haven't bought into yet. The right. personal brand, the celebrity CEO. The... So let's talk about that. Let's talk right. about personal brand. Why is it important? Why should an entrepreneur starting a company care about PR for themselves versus their business? And, and walk me through that and what you've experienced. Okay, cool. Let me ask you a question. Name, what do you think yeah. of why does Gordon Ramsay and Jamie Oliver make so much money as a chef but the guy at the local steakhouse, awesome guy, is making eighty grand a year when Gordon and Jamie are making eighty million a year. Why? Mm-hmm. It's, their, it's them. It's, it's them. It's them. It's are. the celebrity brand factor. It's they've been put a lot of marketing, a lot of promotion into, and they're built up. Now, are they the best chef? No. Are they a great chef? Absolutely. Are they the best looking guys? No. Gordon Ramsay has definitely got a face for <laughs> the, the kitchen. You know, he even says that. Are they are they the best spoken? No. It's because they've figured out or our team has figured out, hey, how do we market this person? How do we take Gordon? How do we take Jamie Oliver, right? And, and amplify their message, amplify them as the celebrity or the leading expert in their space. And guess what? They get all the choices. Gordon Ramsay has restaurants around the world, right? Because he's that faith. He's he's the guy. He's got influence. And I think if people can understand it's okay to get some celebrity aspects to your brand without having to be the JJ or the Gordon Ramsay, you don't have to go to that level, right? But you can do it in your own space to at least be seen with more star power so that you get chosen over the next coach over the next podcaster, over the mm-hmm. next guy selling real estate. Dude, I'm in Miami. There's, you know how many realtors are in? Everyone's a realtor here. Uh, unlimited. You know? Unlimited Just, realtors. Everybody. Dude, the population yeah. of Miami. Even is, the that's, cleaners that's, doing that's a little real, real estate deal. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Yeah. But, but the point is, so why are these people getting chosen and not? And, and I think everybody listening, because one, one thing I had to do was be okay with, you've got to take your ego out of it and realize it's not the best. It's not the best website, the product, man. It's... Sometimes it's the person to constantly be seen, the value's promoting, you know? Yeah. And, so and it's, a, it's a human p- component, right? Absolutely. Yeah, they connect. Yeah, well, you know, the, yeah. the big thing that I do with the people I work with is, listen, we can get their attention, right? But how do we make them, how do we keep their attention and how do we make them keep coming back? It's like, we don't want to give you the new plastic surgery look on your face with no personality. Because you ain't picking up anyone at the bar, right? You look good, yeah. yeah. But where's the soul? Where's your personality? So, back to your question. Yeah, it's really important that yeah, personal branding is people are really like gravitating towards people who can, they can connect with, and they want to know more than you're a great, good-looking person with a great product. What does he do in his personal life? Is he married? Does he have kids? How can I connect with this guy? Oh, he has a heart. Now I want to invest with you. No, I like him. And and here's and I know I can go on about this for ages, Scott. But and anyone listening, ask yourself this: When you make a decision on something you bought in the past, maybe an online course or a person you work with, ask them what. Ask yourself why did you make the decision? And I bet you you didn't go. Well, it was a really cool product. You probably like. Ah, oh, I like the post that he said. Wow, he's a family man. I'm a family man. You know. Or he went to you know he went to the Maldives and I I you know it could be something small. But it, personal brand has a really great way to connect with people, and that's what we want to be a part of. We want to be we want to be connected. And and just to take it a step further, um, if you are classically sales trained, you will know that people buy with emotion and justify with logic. Right. And how do you buy with that? How do you buy? How do you build that emotion? It's with trust. Mm. And that's where the the face and the person and the founder. And we're talking about real estate. And we're talking about people that sell a variety of services online. But even anything. You know, you look at Elon Musk, you look at, uh, you know, Richard Branson, you look at Gary Vaynerchuk, you look at the people at a, that are enormous business names, but they're, you know, you look at their followings even, you know, you can say, well, Tesla is recognizable, but Elon Musk is, is the person people listen to. If Elon Musk yeah. didn't exist, you think people would care? You think, you think Tesla's stock price would be so volatile if they just followed the Tesla Twitter account and Elon never said anything? No, 
because it's, it's a it's a person that you're now aligned with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but I think Scott as well. So to to bring yeah. it back though, for people to understand is and and this comes up a lot with new clients. They go, well, I'm not. I don't want to be Richard. I don't want to be Elon. I don't want to be JJ. And I get it. I, I, I listen. I totally understand. But what you need to do is be okay of understanding how you make decisions. So make it relatable to the person. Go, oh, I made that because of this. Great. How do we use that same technique, same principles, and incorporate that into you as a coach? You as a real. I see. So smaller level, smaller level. Hey, so bring just, it to just the... go up, a, go up a couple of notches, man. Get into yeah. the press. Get get some authority about you. Get some more testimonials, yeah. social like third party validation. Maybe get a Forbes. Right? Like if yeah. you had to make a decision for a house, Scott, and there were two realtors on the table, one guy was in Forbes and one guy wasn't, both looked the same, both cool, both like well put together, you're probably choosing the, you're more likely to choose to yeah. listen to the guy in Forbes because, oh, Forbes is, well, Forbes, he must be someone. He so, has credibility. He has credibility. Yeah. 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 So what's this, so let's, let's talk about the strategy to get that story told. Right when you're when you're building so i guess it would start from your story as an individual because that's what's going to drive everything right, right. that's going to drive the socials going to drive the, the pr what's so what hook? is that story i call it what's your hook we play this game i play games with my clients all the time when they come if you ever come to my office scott I'll, and we do this game we print out a big photo of your face when you come in the office because <laughs> i used to be an entertainer right so i'm very immersive yeah, when yeah. i coach when i coach and teach so if anyone if you ever work with me anyone i'm going to take a big photo of your face like print it and put it on the wall. You come in, you're gonna see it like, okay, great. Who is this guy? First thing we need to do is break down like who you are, what you do, but what's your hook, right? So why, if I was the owner, if I was Oprah, we play, I'll ask you this, Scott. If I was Oprah or Ellen, and I'm like, no, actually, let me change it up for you. If I was Richard Branson, and I said, mm -hmm. listen, Scott, out of 30 seconds, I've got, a checkbook ready to write, but you got to woo me. You got to pitch me. You got to what's your what's your sell? That's got to be your hook. What? What's the oof, hook? That's a good yeah. one. What's your and, What's your and, personal elevator pitch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But a lot of people don't understand that they're not just a, a business coach. They're not just a realtor. Like, what is the point of difference that makes you different for the media outlets to choose you over everybody else? And, and this is where you know my expertise comes in but like that's one thing that's really important you have to think of like well okay you know that you're amazing your clients know that you're amazing but the world doesn't and they just think you're another coach they just think you're another guy or another girl so the first thing we try and do is like really quickly how do we find that hook for you right like how do we like what, why, why would Forbes choose you what are they going to do what, what's your move here you know, and it takes some time. So the first thing would be like figuring out that unique point of difference, just something, so that if there are ten business coaches in front for Forbes to choose, they're immediately going like that without without even knowing your credentials, like that that pitch. Oh, that's interesting. So for me, when I was a magician, I'm not a magician. I thought I was cool enough being a magician. No, yeah, I'm the man from Down Under steals watches from around the world that's like one little hook right or the 57 million viewed man steals you know when i was doing stuff more for women like steals your heart and steals your watch oh okay i'll click on that so yeah, yeah. coming up with the hook is, is is a good starter move for for people just like okay what do i how can i be a bit different here gotcha. and then as you as you build out that hook can you give me an example of? Can you give me an so? Can you give me an example of why Forbes would run a story based on a on a hook? Is that what they look for first? Is that the main thing that drives their first decision? Like, what's the what's the content? What's yeah, yeah. the what's the meat? Because everybody, you know, a real estate agent does so many things. They sell homes. Whatever they they show homes. They list homes. They sell homes. They all do the same thing. So what's the what do you what do you actually what's the content rather? I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Ladder. Now, Ladder 
allows you to get access to life insurance. But I want to just give some context. So I was excited when Ladder reached out. I'm a big advocate of life insurance. Of course, a lot of us over the past two years have lost loved ones. But for me, it actually came back to before COVID. Fortunately, I actually haven't lost anybody, but I have lost people far before their time uh, previous to COVID. And it just so happens that when a younger family or a younger person loses their life, God forbid, way before they should, um, they haven't thought of life insurance yet. Younger families in general don't look into life insurance to the same extent as perhaps somebody with adult children or even grandchildren uh, look into life insurance. So you end up having, if something happens, these costs and these financial burdens that are passed on to their family. And it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of things that somebody who just lost somebody who they loved shouldn't have to think about. And that's why I'm such a big proponent of life insurance. Now, Ladder makes it extremely easy, which is why I was excited to partner up with them. Ladder is 100% digital, uh, no doctors, no needles, no paperwork, all the things that stress you out about figuring out life insurance. Ladders remove that friction. So you just need a phone or a laptop to apply. And there is an algorithm that will validate and confirm your coverage for up to $3 million in under 30 seconds. It's all digital, all self-serve. You can, of course, call them and speak to somebody if you want to speak to somebody, but you don't have to, which means that the barrier to getting life insurance, getting a policy, getting a quote is next to nothing. The quotes are set for life. So if you lock in a quote, especially if you're younger and you're healthier, you can carry that quote on for as long as you'd like. There's no contract, so if you want, you can cancel that quote whenever you want, no obligation. The price they quote you is the price you're paying. There's no fees. There's nothing added on. So, of course, life insurance is good to give you peace of mind if something does happen, but also they've removed any stress in at least starting to think about it. So what I would recommend is if you do not have life insurance, or even if you do have life insurance, because there's no effort to actually get a quote, Go to the link that they set up for everybody who's a Success Story podcast listener and at least inquire. Start to look into the process because it can save your family an immense amount of stress. So the the link that they set up for everybody who's a Success Story podcast listener is ladderlife.com slash success story. That's ladderlife, L-A-D-D-E-R-L-I-F-E dot com slash success S-U-C-C-E-S-S, story, S-T-O-R-Y. So go there, get a quote in under 30 seconds, you'll get up to $3 million in coverage, and then you can start to investigate and hopefully get life insurance so that you and your family will be taken care of. All right, let's get back to the show. So, okay, so now we don't just want to be impressed with a story. We want to be led with education and shows that, wow, like this person really knows. So Forbes, especially, you got to remember, the publication is business. Forbes mm-hmm. isn't a TED. It isn't like the fifth, 17 minutes of like your unique spin on the world. Forbes is like business to education. So to get into Forbes, they are looking for a unique spin on how maybe you sell homes, right? And it could be something simple how Jillian Garcia, right, closes every deal in Miami by the one postcard she sends out, okay? And here are three tips on how you can engage with your people more. That's like an example, right? Yeah. I know it's a lot for people to take on right now, but like every new media outlet, they're always looking for an angle, but they're looking for something that they can think. You gotta think about what do they want, Scott? They want attention. They struggle with the same thing we need. So the way to, to way to give everyone some moves is like, what do you do? What's something, what's what, why, what makes you a little bit different, right? And then how do you also put that out to the market? And you do that through your personal brand too. Like you, through your social media as well, because that's free. And, and then all these, all these efforts, they start to compound. Um, but even if you're just getting into the game, obviously, you know, you can, you can, you can leverage a, a PR agency, but let's assume even a, a PR agency isn't where you're at right now. It's yeah, maybe too expensive money. and you're just trying to... Yeah, don't spend... Right? I tell people, listen, you don't need me. 
right? <laughs> I so say, how do you build those relationships? How, do, how the hell do I, I don't know Forbes, what am I going to do? do? You know, go to their contact us? Like, right. So that's not something that's doable for many. Okay, he's a, he's a great move, right? I'm, I'll tell you, I'm all about moves, right? I want you to go yeah, to yeah. The, the places where you go every single day. Usually that could be a coffee shop, maybe a lunch place. Maybe anywhere you interact with someone else that has no emotional yeah, value on you. Take your phone out and ask them, hey, Scott, I want you to be honest with me. What's up, man? How you doing? Blah, blah, What? Looking at my work, what does it look like I do? And ask them this question. And if it's not super clear, that's your first problem. If your messaging isn't clear, what do you think the world is knowing about you? Mm-hmm. And I used to do that all the time when I ran around the world. I was traveling all, hey, what, what do I look like I do? And when there, was a, when there wasn't a clear point of like, oh, you do this, they don't have to say you exactly do this, but like you look like this, this, then I have to fix it. And as you know, Scott, in sales, a confused mind is in a sold mind, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with life. If they're looking at you and like, well, I, I think he, that's a problem. And the mm-hmm. way to fix that is get really pinpoint clear on like exactly what you do and exactly how you do it and who you help and that will help you and that's free it doesn't cost you anything and then after after you figure that piece out the last okay. piece of the of the the press the press i guess distribution would be actually reaching out to the yeah. journalist I'll give distributing you yeah yeah yeah, I love these moves, by the way. These are very good. So yeah, this yeah, is all very, way. this is all very tactical stuff because I think that people just they look at PR as like a, I don't even know where to start. And what I want yeah, to help people do with this conversation mm. is get their first piece and even any publication so that they can get their name out there, close more deals, build a business, build a brand, and then sort of take take that and and run with it. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell everybody why the power of press is important. It gives you authority and it gives you credibility and it gives you attention and a third party validation. Right, and we do this a lot with clients. It's like once they put a press article on their on their or featured press article on their social media or email, people go, "Oh wow, congratulations!" And their their elevated value just went up, like their stock price of themselves went up. So here's a great move: how you get it for free, it doesn't cost you any money, it just takes a little bit of time. Google your city, right, and go local publications. Okay, so let's say local publications. Depending on what city you're in, assuming that if you're probably in a major one, go to the second page of Google, right? Because you're going to get the NBC, ABC, all the big ones. The yeah. second page of Google, they're going to have the local ones. What do they need help with? They need attention. They have journalists. They have editors. They're going to be easy to get a hold of. So this is what you do, right? This is really easy. I do this. I've been doing this for years, and I still do it today. We go to these people. We find their the editor's name, right? And usually they're accessible because what do they need? They need to be the first one to scoop the story. Yeah. So you go. So to they the, want to be accessible. They 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 need to. If they don't, they're in trouble. They're not yeah. getting that. They're not getting the CEO role next year, right? So they are either going to be accessible by LinkedIn or Instagram. If you can't get them, get their head journalist. The way to find the head journalist is look on the website. Look at who's writing the most. It will say like buy this. They're a journalist. In their eyes, they're an artist. They want to be appreciated for their hard work of what they write. So you reach out to them. First thing you want to do. This is like old school relationship 101. Reach out to them and say, hey, Scott, love the article on this. Be honest, don't lie. Mm-hmm. Love the article on blah, blah, blah. Hey, out of curiosity, how do you go about writing new stories? Hey, out of curiosity, who in your department writes unique stories? Two things is gonna happen. One, they're gonna be like, oh, wow, right? Oh, and by the way, in your signature, right? Do, do not have, please check out my work. That Don't be needy. Have like just your best link just like J or your signature, but have your best link. Because of course, if someone gives you a compliment, right? They're like, who is this guy? They're gonna, go, they're gonna look at you, right? They're gonna see your story. Then it says, hey, who, who writes your best stories? Then they will say either, oh, you can forward it to this person, or of course, you don't think they want the credit? Yeah, you can talk to me, what's going on? Then build a relationship from there. I do that with all my clients, and because remember, they're a lower tier publication, they're gonna probably write about you. They're probably gonna be like, oh, this is a good idea, right? Cool, look, I don't have anything now, Scott, but maybe in a month when we're doing this, I'm gonna position it here. Or, now that you have me talking to you right now, there are big moments throughout the the year. You've got Christmas, Thanksgiving, right? Valentine's Day, beginning of the year, school season. So if you can think and make their job easier for them, and think of like, how could you spin your story for a theme, now you're giving them gold on a platter. They're like, great, expert, he already knows his stuff, 
he likes my work, they write about you. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Now you get a free press article, you get a relationship with it with an editor, and you get free SEO. <laughs> when they give you a name, right? backlinks for yeah. free. Now, now you do that with two or three people, or you maybe build a relationship with them. Scott, we have a dating coach that works under like our agency, right? She's now writing as like the Friday, you know, the Friday best line of the week column whatever she, whatever yeah. Yeah, but she loves it but I said to her listen it doesn't matter Talia it doesn't matter about it she goes it's not on Forbes I'm like it's not your place to have that yet let's get 52 weeks of you on a publication you're building your, you're building your authority you're building your writing you're building your expertise and you That's take that and you can go to now maybe not Forbes as of yet but you go, listen I've been writing on this one for 52 weeks straight they're like we're interested you're an expert, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and that's Very a free smart. way. Uh, yeah. Now, okay, Jay. So one other one other thing that's in your ecosystem is social. So now you figured out uh, a, a solopreneur how to build and get their first build their brand, get their first press release. How do you translate all that work into an effective social strategy? And I know okay. that's I actually your agency focuses more on the PR side, but I'm just asking because I know you've done it. So, so I don't yeah, even know if yeah, you do this yeah. for people, we, but well, I know you've done it for yourself. So. We, we don't. We, we used to do it, but it was too tedious. We do it for like big retainer clients because we know that half the problem is time, right? No one wants to sit on yeah. there all day. If I can give everybody a move, it's not supposed to be overly complicated. And I know everybody's like, you got to post 17 times a day. No, you don't. You don't. You just have to hit. Remember, social is just another channel. It's another tool for people to connect with you and learn about you. So here are just three moves that work very well and you guys can implement this content. So education, right? Educational driven content. So anything that shows you the expert. So let's say Scott, you're a podcaster, right? And you do multiple other things, but I know he's a podcaster. You can go, hey everyone, I'm gonna teach you today how to get to start your first podcast with a microphone from Best Buy's for $29. That is great content. Cause it's like, okay, I, I don't need, all this, like these things that I see in front of you, I can just start going to Best Buy and get a microphone for $29. Even if it's simple, it just shows you that you you know your stuff. So educational driven content is super important with social. Testimonials. You don't need video testimonials just as much anymore. They're powerful. You could screenshot a text message from a client saying, hey, oh my gosh, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. You use that, just edit out her name, put that on your social media. So an email, screenshot from an email or video testimonial. And the last one is personal brand. So a personal brand photo is uploading a a piece of content about yourself and having a caption, a revealing story. Now you don't need to like share something that's really, really personal, but it could be the time when, hey, this is uh, the first day when I got married and how scared you were, I don't know. Or you know what, when I lost, when 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 I got screwed over by a business partner, like reveal a little bit so people lean in and they're like, oh my gosh, this guy's not like, he's actually got a story. Or maybe for you, Scott, like, you know, the moment when I stuffed up, you know, my first podcast or the moment when I stuffed yeah. up a huge guest. Like, yeah. when you reveal, people lean in, right? So if you guys follow that kind of three kind of content strategy over the month, now you can do that with videos, photos. Those are like hitting a lot of the parts that you need to be seen as the expert in your space. And, you know, it's a good strategy from there. And I guess that, that that was all incredible. Um, one one last, I have some rapid fire questions for you out of your career, but one yeah. last question on why everybody has to be, uh, you know, building a personal brand. What what is your opinion or insight on the future of personal brand, celebrity CEO, everybody being a media company? Where do you see this going? I believe everyone is going to want to know the guy or the girl behind the brand. They want to know what they're about. They want to know what they care for. They want to know what they value. They want to know that you care about them. They don't want to, they trust is the biggest problem in the marketplace. And they want to feel like they can trust you. When they trust you, they like you and they buy from you, period. I love it. All right. Um, rapid fire questions. At a rapid fire. Let's roll. Rapid. Well, you take you take as, as long as you want. Doesn't matter to me. You can you can go quick. You go slow. Doesn't really matter. Dude, you don't um, go slow right. with rapid. Rapid is very. Yeah, that's clear. true. That's true. It's a good verb. Listen, you're 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 standing up. You're ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, biggest challenge in your career 
could have been yeah. during your agency, current, present day, or it could have been before when you're trying to build out your own brand. What was it? How'd you overcome it? Yeah, one of the first thing that came out straight away is realizing you are not the perfect coach agency for everybody and taking my ego out of it as a man that I think I can close anyone and I'm the best. No, they're not for me. Thank you. Next. And and just choosing your battles. Like go into a situation when you know I'm going to I'm going to go 100%, I'm going to get 200% for them because I feel it. Mm-hmm. I, I just gut instinct. So that was the hardest thing, letting go of the old fine, and working with the best. Good, good advice. Biggest misconception about PR that you've seen in your time working in the industry? That I am amazing, Scott, and people should just know me and write about me and I'm pretty and I should be verified because I'm someone. Dude, no. You Sometimes it, you organic and organic isn't the way to make it. You got to pay to play. You go to pay. You, you, you want to you want to go to a fine dining restaurant. You don't get that for free and hope. You pay. It's the same thing with your brand. And what you mean by that is, okay, yes, there's people that have accomplished a lot of stuff over their career, and people write about them. But if you want to get that press, if you want people to look at you, you're getting into publications. You're paying for eyeballs to expedite that process. And that's what. That's what you're, and and people are just entitled. Too many people are entitled and think that they just because they've done something interesting that people should give a shit. And that's not the way the world works. It's too much. Too much noise. And I think that's something that you have to really come to terms with. Dude, um, attention is the new currency. You know. Yeah. We're just trying, dude. No one's even going to listen to you. It's like, do I just have your attention at the moment? You know. So. Which is hard know, enough. It's, it's just hard yeah. enough, man. You know. So it's like it's it's being okay with going, hey. I'm not buying my way into this. I'm leveraging to advertise and I'm leveraging this so that I have a chance to be seen. One thing that you would tell your 20-year-old self? The one thing that I would tell my 20-year-old self is it's okay to let go. Let go of what you don't know. You know, in 2020, I lost all my confidence, clarity and conviction because I was a speaker, right? You know, and I was, you just, you have to just be okay with like, all right, man, I just have to pick up and go again, you know? So there were times when I was 20 thinking, you know, you know it all, I got it. <laughs> We're just a student, man. I'm just a student. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just a learning ninja, you know? I know a couple I of moves. That. Yeah. Very good. Um, a book or podcast uh, that you'd recommend people go check. Go ahead. Out. Say again. Sorry, I Sorry? missed the last question. Oh, oh no, no, <laughs> it's all good. I was like, I've never heard of Go Ahead before. That's it. I said a book or podcast <laughs> that you'd recommend people go check out. I'm like, Go Ahead. I've never. Who's that by? <laughs> so, so you know what? Like, I know people probably heard this one. Like, look, I, I like the 10x rule. I like Grant stuff. You know, I read it again recently. You know, I know that we all probably probably would say richest man in Babylon, all this. I just think, you know, with with the way when you read that, it makes you believe that you can do more. And for me, I'm like, it keeps you like thinking bigger. Like instead of like mm-hmm. trying to like, I want to hit Miami, dude, I want to hit Singapore. You know, it just, it opens your mind. It, it gives you the belief. And I think we all need belief in ourselves too. More belief. I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that that's probably the biggest impediment for people to be successful in their career and their entrepreneurial journey, whatever it may be. Right. It's just having like a little bit of like faith in yourself. Actually, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you a story. I don't mean right. to a lot of stories, but one of the people always ask me, what was the, the, the one liner that uh, you had on it? Like, you know, out of all your guests, what's the one thing that you've heard from somebody, some wisdom that really resonated? And the one thing that I always talk about is when I had Anthony Scaramucci on the show and he spoke about how um, if he, and if you don't know Anthony Scaramucci, he's a hedge fund guy, investment, you know, venture capital, was Donald Trump's uh, director of communications for like 11 wow. days, got some notoriety through that. But he said, if I had to redo everything all over again, if I was back in Brooklyn or New York, whatever, you know, just like white, you know, white t-shirt jeans in debt in a shitty co- apartment, whatever, and I had no money to my name, no connections, um, I would feel confident in myself being able to do it all over again. Right. And that is an exceptional amount of self-confidence. But I think that that's what you actually have to have to do anything phenomenal in your life. 
I think that that it takes that because, as you know, as everybody knows who's built anything, you deal with a lot of shit building stuff. It's a lot of it's a lot of negative, a lot of a lot of downsides, right? Dude, the, you know, dude what there's is some, it? There's some wins, a lot of losses. Dude, the yeah. the Colonel, the Colonel, the Colonel Sanders started rocking it at 62, man. We got a few years, yeah. man. We all good. Yeah, you know? he he did it. Dude, he, can, he didn't yeah. go from zero to chicken. He, you know, have you read his story? Like, dude, he went. Through. No, I actually don't know his story. Oh, yeah, I he, don't know. His, that's. I think I think that photo of him looking so tired is like finally I made it after <laughs> after sixty. <laughs> like you know, he's just like this. Yeah. Like he's just hanging. Like yeah, it's like yeah. finally it was chicken that took off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah, know. So the, I'll have to read yeah. that. But I know that he was late in the game. Like he was old. Yeah. he was older. Yeah, when he started, but, when he was successful, rather. But I, you do, I couldn't have agreed with you more. And I know that confidence thing isn't a very sometimes aloof thing because you know no yeah. one wants to hear it. They want to hear, "Hey, what's the next best header to take me to success?" Nah, man, it's like, yeah. dude, if you you know if you if you know that if you've done it once or you you can do it again, like let's go. You know, it's like starts from yeah. starts from here, man. Yeah. Um, what does success mean to you? Doing what you want, whenever you want, however you want to do it. Yeah. I call it winning. I'm winning within. I love that. I win with for me. Like, it's not an external telling me or what it is. Like, we know that feeling. Like, yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm, that's it. That's that, that's that, ooh. Like, no one's around. You know, you're like, you feel that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and then most importantly, uh, where do people go connect with you? Social, website, all that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, hit aceofspadesagency.com, how it sounds, aceofspadesagency.com, or at JJ Live, which is the best one because you see all my, all my fun personality on there, at JJ Live, J-A-Y-J-A-Y-L-I-V-E. Send me a DM awesome. too if you, if you listen to this. I always like to know, like, who's listening and who's staying at the end. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I like to know that too. I think, I think uh, the, the metrics usually taper off around the 30-minute mark, but, you know, that's uh, that's it's important. So I want people to reach out and I want people to to just consume yeah all of your content because I think that even if you just totally dozed off for the last forty five minutes and you just follow what you've been doing on social right that's a good place to just learn from and start and that's that's my first impression of when when we first uh, connected. Thanks, so I think yeah, that that's, that's something that, to be yeah yeah that's and you know if I can if I give one everybody a move like. You don't need to pay out, like just pay me or pay other people. Just start doing content. I'm a big believer of like yeah. leveraging this bad boy to start, like, like use it. Like it's free. You can literally put stuff out there. If you don't like it, delete it. And then you'd be surprised. Like Scott, most people are impressed with you if you show up and do content because in their mind, they've said, I can't do it. What's the number one biggest fear? Public speaking. If you just get up and start speaking, people go, oh my gosh, I could never do that. You just get brownie points. You know, just yeah. because, dude, you know how much probably credibility you've got from doing a podcast and committing to the success that it's been? Because people it's, it's, know it's incredible. Most, and and now it's like it second like, nature. Right? It is, right? Now it's just talking to awesome people for, <laughs> you know, 45 minutes at the end right. of the day. Like, how, how easy is that? Like, who doesn't want to do that? But yeah. to do it for... you. Yeah, you look at you the stats and you're sweat, dude. Right? You had to sweat, man, because, yeah. you know, yeah. you had to be cool with People one. drop off. Yeah, yeah, because people drop off after. Dude, it's the same thing. Dude, people go, how did you build 57 million views? I'm like three videos a week, eight years straight. Yeah. Oh. I'm like, great. Come back at well, me when that's we're not five a hack. years in. That's not a, that's not a shortcut. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Dude, that was, just, that was just a clip with Gary Vaynerchuk. It was so good. This kid comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, I'm really trying to sell my shoes. And he's like really telling all the things he's doing. And Gary looks at him and he's like, how long have you been doing it for? And the kid's like, three months. He's like, get the out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, it's so true. Dude, shut up. If he did it for 10 years, he'd be successful. Yeah, well, like, he's most, like, as, come, as come back at me would. after five years, then we can talk. Yeah. But like three months and, and, I'm, and I'm the worst of that too. Like, it's not working. I've been yeah. doing it for like, I make four phone calls. Okay, make 400. Then we'll talk. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. That was awesome. That's good. That's yeah, all. I, that's all I got. I have nothing else. That was man, I'm perfect. Good, man. I'm, that I'm, was... I'm out. I'm out. I know a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this show and NetSuite has been a huge supporter for entrepreneurs, for business owners, because there's one thing that we all know. 
Business is about making money and it's about your bottom line. And the less you spend on the nuts and bolts of running your business, the more profits you keep. But these days, everything is costing more. Supplies, people, shipping. It squeezes your margins. And I've been there juggling multiple systems for finance, inventory, you name it each with its own costs and its own set of headaches. That's why I made the switch to NetSuite by Oracle. It's changed our company. Think about it. NetSuite is one of the top financial systems out there. It puts your whole business on one platform, accounting, finance, the works, one data source for everyone. There's no more mismatched info. And because it's in the cloud, it slashes your IT costs. No more servers, no more updates. Just access NetSuite from anywhere. With one integrated suite, your overhead drops big time. And here's the real win. Efficiency. Everything's connected in NetSuite. Costs are ridiculous lately. Find a proven way to reduce your expenses and get better performance out of your team. It's a no-brainer, and that's what NetSuite offers. Over 37,000 companies have figured this out already. You have to join them. Right now, through to April 15th, NetSuite's got an incredible, flexible financing plan. Check it out and see the savings yourself at netsuite.com slash scottclary. That's netsuite.com slash scottclary. I don't know about you, but the idea of being harassed, scammed, or even worse, all because somebody found my personal information online, that's terrifying. Our political opinions, our addresses, even stuff about our families, it's out there for anyone to grab. And did you know that data brokers are allowed to sell information on over 98% of Americans? It's scary stuff. That's why I've partnered with Delete Me. I personally use Delete Me. They're a big friend of the podcast because I put myself out there online. So safety is a huge concern. It's really scary how easy it is to find someone's details and information, but Delete Me creates a layer of protection that we all need. You tell Delete Me what you want gone, and they make it disappear from those sketchy data broker sites. And Delete Me doesn't stop. They constantly monitor the web to keep your information off those lists. It's like having a privacy watchdog that never sleeps. You need to take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me. They're giving a special discount for all Success Story podcast listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeletemecom slash success and use promo code success at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash success and enter code success at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash success. Hey everyone, I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond Bourbon. Now I don't have a lot of liquor sponsors on this show. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is actually one of my favorites. I've drank it for a few years now, and this is why we actually decided to work together. Heaven Hill Distillery, family-owned since 1935, is a great entrepreneur story, too. So there's five brothers. They filled their first whiskey barrels back in 1935, and their legacy still lives on today. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond is aged over seven years. That's three more than required by the Bottled and Bond Act of 1897. This means the best quality, the best purity, and the best consistency. This is not just average bourbon. It's the winner of the double gold medals at multiple 2023 World Spirits competitions, and they've won the very prestigious Triple Still Award. It's a very big deal in the liquor and bourbon world. Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond boasts an exceptionally smooth oak flavor, while its aroma offers a sweet blend of caramel and smooth vanilla. If you love bourbon, you need to try Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond. Available nationally, look for a bottle at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Think back to your last few days in the office. Did any of them leave you feeling really accomplished? Not the kind of day where you're running around like crazy, but where you've made real progress on something that matters. Because being busy doesn't always mean being productive. And I bet you we've all been there. And maybe it's time to rethink what it means to get things done. Today's episode is sponsored by Belay, and what they help you do is, instead of getting sucked into emails and to-do lists, they help you delegate tasks and focus on big goals. They can connect you with top-notch U.S.-based talent who are ready to take on those time-consuming tasks that bog you down. Let's be real. There are way more important things you could be doing than bookkeeping or wrangling a packed inbox. They have virtual assistants to handle all of those pesky administrative tasks or accounting professionals to take care of all your financials. But here's the best part. You don't have to waste weeks searching for the right person. Belay's personalized matching service works quickly, sometimes matching you with the right talent to take stuff off your plate in under a week. Are you ready to try a different way of working? Check out Belay's list of the top 25 things you can delegate to a virtual assistant. It might just change your business and your life. Text SUCCESS, that's S-U-C-C-E-S-S, to 55123 to get the list 
and to start transforming your to-do list with Belay. Thank you so much, Indeed, for sponsoring Success Story. For all business leaders out there, Indeed is a lifesaver. See, we're always driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You're going to ditch the busy work and you're going to use Indeed for scheduling, screening, messaging, so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Clary. Just go to Indeed.com slash Clary right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Clary. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. 